Listen to God's Word for April 10th. Today's reading is 1 Samuel 2 through 4. May God bless this reading of His Word. 1 Samuel 2 At that time Hannah prayed, My heart rejoices in the Lord, in whom my horn is exalted. My mouth speaks boldly against my enemies, for I rejoice in your salvation. There is no one holy like the Lord. Indeed, there is no one besides you, and there is no rock like our God. Do not boast so proudly, or let arrogance come from your mouth. For the Lord is a God who knows, and by Him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the feeble are equipped with strength. The well-fed hire themselves out for food, but the starving hunger no more. The barren woman gives birth to seven, but she who has many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and gives life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and He exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and lifts the needy from the ash heap. He seats them among princes and bestows on them a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's, and upon them He has set the world. He guards the steps of His faithful ones, but the wicked perish in darkness. For by His own strength shall no man prevail. Those who oppose the Lord will be shattered. He will thunder from heaven against them. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth and will give power to His King. He will exalt the horn of His anointed. Then Elkanah went home to Ramah. But the boy began ministering to the Lord before Eli the priest. Now the sons of Eli were wicked men. They had no regard for the Lord or for the custom of the priests with the people. When any man offered a sacrifice, the servant of the priest would come with a three-pronged meat fork while the meat was boiling, and plunge it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or cooking pot. And the priest would claim for himself whatever the meat fork brought up. This is how they treated all the Israelites who came to Shiloh. Even before the fat was burned, the servant of the priest would come and say to the man who was sacrificing, Give the priest some meat to roast, because he will not accept boiled meat from you, but only raw. And if any man said to him, The fat must be burned first, then you may take whatever you want. The servant would reply, No, you must give it to me right now. If you refuse, I will take it by force. Thus the sin of these young men was severe in the sight of the Lord, for they were treating the Lord's offering with contempt. Now Samuel was ministering before the Lord, a boy wearing a linen ephod. Each year his mother would make him a little robe and bring it to him when she went with her husband to offer the annual sacrifice. And Eli would bless Elkanah and his wife, saying, May the Lord give you children by this woman in place of the one she dedicated to the Lord. 
then they would go home. So the Lord attended to Hannah, and she conceived and gave birth to three sons and two daughters. Meanwhile the boy Samuel grew up in the presence of the Lord. Now Eli was very old, and he heard about everything his sons were doing to all Israel, and how they were sleeping with the women who served at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Why are you doing these things? Eli said to his sons. I hear about your wicked deeds from all these people. No, my sons, it is not a good report I hear circulating among the Lord's people. If a man sins against another man, God can intercede for him. But if a man sins against the Lord, who can intercede for him? But they would not listen to their father since the Lord intended to put them to death. And the boy Samuel continued to grow in stature and in favor with the Lord and with man. Then a man of God came to Eli and told him, This is what the Lord says. Did I not clearly reveal myself to your father's house when they were in Egypt under Pharaoh's house? And out of all the tribes of Israel... I selected your father to be my priest, to offer sacrifices on my altar, to burn incense, and to wear an ephod in my presence. I also gave to the house of your father all the offerings of the Israelites made by fire. Why then do you kick at my sacrifice and offering that I have prescribed for my dwelling place? You have honored your sons more than me, by fattening yourselves with the best of all the offerings of my people Israel. Therefore the Lord, the God of Israel, declares, I did indeed say that your house and the house of your father would walk before me forever. But now the Lord declares, Far be it from me, for I will honor those who honor me, but those who despise me will be disdained. Behold, the days are coming when I will cut off your strength and the strength of your father's house, so that no older man will be left in your house. You will see distress in my dwelling place. Despite all that is good in Israel, no one in your house will ever again reach old age. And every one of you that I do not cut off from my altar, your eyes will fail and your heart will grieve. All your descendants will die by the sword of men. And this sign shall come to you concerning your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. They will both die on the same day. Then I will raise up for myself a faithful priest. He will do whatever is in my heart and mind. And I will build for him an enduring house. And he will walk before my anointed one for all time and everyone left in your house will come and bow down to him for a piece of silver or a morsel of bread, pleading, Please appoint me to some priestly office so that I can eat a piece of bread. 1 Samuel 3 And the boy Samuel ministered to the Lord before Eli. Now in those days the word of the Lord was rare, and visions were scarce. And at that time Eli, whose eyesight had grown so dim that he could not see, 
was lying in his room. Before the lamp of God had gone out, Samuel was lying down in the temple of the Lord, where the ark of God was located. Then the Lord called to Samuel, and he answered, Here I am. He ran to Eli and said, Here I am, for you have called me. I did not call, Eli replied. Go back and lie down. So he went and lay down. Once again the Lord called, Samuel. So Samuel got up, went to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you have called me. My son, I did not call, Eli replied. Go back and lie down. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord, because the word of the Lord had not yet been revealed to him. Once again, for the third time, the Lord called to Samuel. He got up, went to Eli, and said, Here I am, for you have called me. Then Eli realized that it was the Lord who was calling the boy. Go and lie down, he said to Samuel, and if he calls you, say, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So Samuel went and lay down in his place. Then the Lord came and stood there, calling as before, Samuel, Samuel. And Samuel answered, Speak, for your servant is listening. Then the Lord said to Samuel, I am about to do something in Israel at which the ears of all who hear it will tingle. On that day I will carry out against Eli everything I have spoken about his family, from beginning to end. I told him that I would judge his house forever for the iniquity of which he knows, because his sons blasphemed God and he did not restrain them. Therefore I have sworn to the house of Eli, the iniquity of Eli's house shall never be atoned for by sacrifice or offering. Samuel lay down until the morning. Then he opened the doors of the house of the Lord. He was afraid to tell Eli the vision, but Eli called to him and said, Samuel, my son. Here I am, answered Samuel. What was the message he gave you? Eli asked, Do not hide it from me. May God punish you, and ever so severely, if you hide from me anything he said to you. So Samuel told him everything, and did not hide a thing from him. He is the Lord, replied Eli. Let him do what is good in his eyes. And Samuel grew, and the Lord was with him, and he let none of Samuel's words fall to the ground. So all Israel, from Dan to Beersheba, knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet of the Lord. And the Lord continued to appear at Shiloh, because there he revealed himself to Samuel by his word. 1 Samuel 4 Thus the word of Samuel came to all Israel. Now the Israelites went out to meet the Philistines in battle and camped at Ebenezer, while the Philistines camped at Aphek. The Philistines arrayed themselves against Israel, and as the battle spread, Israel was defeated by the Philistines, who struck down about four thousand men on the battlefield. When the troops returned to the camp, the elders of Israel asked, why has the Lord brought defeat on us before the Philistines today? 
Let us bring the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord from Shiloh, so that it may go with us to save us from the hand of our enemies. So the people sent men to Shiloh, and they brought back the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of Hosts, who sits enthroned between the cherubim. And the two sons of Eli, Hophni and Phinehas, were there with the Ark of the Covenant of God. When the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord entered the camp, all the Israelites raised such a great shout that it shook the ground. On hearing the noise of the shout, the Philistines asked, What is this loud shouting in the camp of the Hebrews? And when they realized that the Ark of the Lord had entered the camp, the Philistines were afraid. The gods have entered their camp, they said. Woe to us, for nothing like this has happened before. Woe to us, who will deliver us from the hand of these mighty gods? These are the gods who struck the Egyptians with all kinds of plagues in the wilderness. Take courage and be men, O Philistines. Otherwise you will serve the Hebrews just as they served you. Now be men and fight. So the Philistines fought, and Israel was defeated, and each man fled to his tent. The slaughter was very great. Thirty thousand foot soldiers of Israel fell. The ark of God was captured, and Eli's two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, died. That same day a Benjamite ran from the battle line all the way to Shiloh, with his clothes torn and dirt on his head. When he arrived, there was Eli, sitting on his chair beside the road and watching, because his heart trembled for the ark of God. When the man entered the city to give a report, the whole city cried out. Eli heard the outcry and asked, Why this commotion? So the man hurried over and reported to Eli. Now Eli was ninety-eight years old, and his gaze was fixed, because he could not see. I have just come from the battle, the man said to Eli. I fled from there today. What happened, my son? Eli asked. The messenger answered, Israel has fled before the Philistines, and there has been a great slaughter among the people. Your two sons, Hophni and Phinehas, are both dead, and the ark of God has been captured. As soon as the ark of God was mentioned, Eli fell backward from his chair by the city gate, and being old and heavy, he broke his neck and died. And Eli had judged Israel forty years. Now Eli's daughter-in-law, the wife of Phinehas, was pregnant and about to give birth. When she heard the news of the capture of God's ark and the deaths of her father-in-law and her husband, she collapsed and gave birth for her labor pains overtook her. As she was dying, the women attending to her said, Do not be afraid, for you have given birth to a son. But she did not respond or pay any heed. And she named the boy Ichabod, saying, The glory has departed from Israel, because the ark of God had been captured, and her father-in-law and her husband had been killed. The glory has departed from Israel, she said, for the ark of God has been captured. Thanks for listening, and join us tomorrow as we listen to God's Word. Questions or comments? 
email us at info at listen to God's word dot org.